welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys had a blessed weekend. Hope you guys had a good time, and I hope you enjoyed the Hagman Report on Friday. I was on there again with Doug, went over a lot of stuff, and just encouraged people to continue to get the truth out there and continue to stand up for what you believe in. I've told everybody for years now that the public school education system is pretty much turned into nothing less than full-blown indoctrination camps, and we can see that coming full steam ahead now, all the way from California coming in and saying, you know, two plus two equals four is racist because you're asking somebody to give you the correct answer. And now, to take it a step further, Virginia is now moving with their state school board to eliminate all accelerated math courses before 11th grade as part of a equity-focused plan. This is Virginia, guys. This is, this is nuts. The Virginia Department of Education has said they will be removing accelerated math options prior to 11th grade, keeping higher-achieving students from advancing as they usually would in the school system in order to maintain equity in the school. So what they're trying to do is they're coming up with a concept of it doesn't matter if you're really gifted in a subject. It doesn't matter if you're really advanced and you're faster than some other people in a certain subject. You have to be dumbed down to follow the same rules and the same length of time as far as that everybody else has. This is crazy. They said classes like Algebra 1, Geometry, Algebra 2, etc. will be removed from high school mathematics program, replacing them with essential concepts for grade 8, 9, and 10. They said, so think about what we'll have is grade 8. All the students will be in a group class taking essential concepts 8 at the same time. Schink did say that the concept courses won't eliminate all of the algebra ideas, but rather interweave multiple strands of mathematics throughout the course. (laughs) You can't even make this up. And so this, my friends, is why I've encouraged everybody to get involved with stuff on a local level the best you can. I've told you guys before, back what happened with January 6th, everything we saw up there, it has been very clear cut now from the 10-foot walls to the never-ending National Guard presence that they do not care about what we think, especially from a federal level, meaning the next step and pretty much the only option you have right now is a local level. There's going to be a huge rally, I told you guys, tomorrow at the Polk County School Board to eliminate the mask mandate down here in Central Florida for the school system, which should have already been removed, but it hasn't. And so that's what I've continued to encourage people. Do stuff that you can be active on a local level. This whole thing with the Fed, the whole thing with the surveillance, what they've done now in harassing and intimidating thousands of people that simply showed up at that rally is nothing short than full-blown tyranny. And so if people want to start doing stuff, I suggest on a local level. The same thing like we see over here in Oregon now. The Oregon governor has now said that about a dozen different counties in Oregon are becoming hot spots for COVID again. So what is she doing? She's shutting down, pretty much fully locking down the counties to almost a full extent. She's saying that pretty much all indoor dining, all gyms, all theaters will be limited to six people at a time. Did you see what I said? Dining, restaurants, theaters, and gyms will be limited to six people at a time. Now, if you're trying to operate 
a restaurant or a gym or a movie theater, do you understand how idiotic this is? Now, of course, Costco, Walmart, Sam's, zero restrictions whatsoever. None at all. I even looked at what she was trying to put out there. Nothing even referring to the big box stores. It's all local stores and local areas. Why? They have to continue to shove the narrative down everybody's throats telling us you're supposed to be scared. You're supposed to listen to what we say. We do not have to listen to mandates. These are illegal, they're unconstitutional, and they are not laws. Congress has not passed these. They have not ratified COVID restrictions and mandates. These are mandates that out-of-control governors have tried to enforce, and as we have seen now in numerous cases, they have not succeeded. So again, I encourage people, continue to open up your business, continue to live free, continue to stand up and breathe fresh air like a proud American. That is exactly what we all have to start doing right now. And again, like I said, local levels, getting stuff working and pushing on local levels is the best thing we can do right now, Dad. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you, Austin. In fact, you know, we warned you guys about going up to the rally in D.C. Uh, we told you we weren't going to go. We said we're not going to get involved in all this. And, and personally, I think that Donald Trump pretty much set up everybody because, uh, you know, he basically is controlled by the deep state. And I, I warned you and warned you and warned you, and people are all starting to realize, wow, that was a mistake. And, you know, it's just the way it is. Now they have another whole set of rallies. Here's the problem I have. There's a new set of rallies going around. And, uh, in fact, Jim Caviezel was at one of them last week or two weeks ago. And now they're going to be having these big rallies up all over the United States again. And the problem is if you go to this guy's website who's doing this, and I'm not mentioning any names – he basically has Rudy Giuliani as one of his featured key guys that you need to listen to. And I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't this the mayor of New York with 9-11? Isn't he the one that helped facilitate the cover-up of 9-11? Isn't he the one that basically evacuated the Solomon building where his headquarters were knowing that it was going to come down? That really Rudy Giuliani? That guy who gets on top of, gets on national TV completely drunk? That one? We're going to promote him? So, and I looked at his globalist list of who's who. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Here we go again. Remember what I've always told you, and I've been so careful about this, is that you've got to look at how these people are getting giant amounts of hits and website traffic. You've got to look at that, guys. You know, the, the, you know, we've been censored on YouTube now for three years, over three years. I mean, we were like the first that took off because we were just, just kind of telling you guys the truth and telling you what's going on. And they decided, you know, that we couldn't be on. And they literally took off like every single show we had, except for two, I think, or three. And I just, I told Todd just to pull it down, be done with it. I'm not going to play this game with them. And no reason why, no, no reason whatsoever. Just, just, you know, just yoked it. And, and see, they're going to be setting up. Let me, let me give you an example. Let's say you go to some big Patriot rally. All right. Here we go. Just want to say, stay with local stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, they walk, they drive through with an unmarked vehicle using, I believe it's called that Stingray device, in which they can actually take a picture of every single person's license plate in real time and look for outstanding warrants and find out who the cars are registered to. That fast. I mean, is this what they're going to do all over the country? Because, guys, they want to compile a list. Now, there are many good people in the FBI. There really are. There are many good people in the CIA. There's really a lot of good people in local, local sheriff's department, local police departments. But there's a corrupt group in all of these different organizations that's just bad people. 
And these bad people, when they get in a position of power, they can do things that they should not do, treat people the way they should not to treat them, and act the way they should not to act. And they can t- single out and target individuals, make you a targeted individual. They can do all of this stuff based upon what you looked at online. You know, there you go. Uh, wh- what your political beliefs are. You know, what your internet searches were. You know, if you've been at one of these rallies. And what they do is this list is so fast with these supercomputers with this AI, they can literally get a full profile on you almost instantaneously by looking at your license plate parked at a rally. Just I'm just telling you guys, they don't have to do facial recognition on you. And they got that too on top of everything else. And what we have to realize is that as empires expand and as empires become internally corrupt, you know, the governments always try to exceed their grasp. You know, usually they use warfare. The population is overtaxed. You know, heavy taxation causes investment by private sector to diminish and the economy begins to decline. The, the cost of goods rise. Tax revenue declines. All of this stuff happens over and over and over again. Then governments get to the point where they can no longer pay the bills because they become so top-heavy. They start doing massive borrowing and massive printing of money. And then you end up with dramatic authoritarian control. And it's instituted to assure that the public continues to comply with the demands. You know, they have to force you to comply. And then you end up with economic and social collapse. This is like you have unrest, you have riots, you have the collapse of the economy, you got to print more and more and more money. And then the final period, the empire turns on itself and it starts to treat the people as the enemy. The people of the United States become the enemy of the United States. And now they're using F-15s and F-16s and F-18s, supposedly. They've been on standby now to help quell rioting in the United States if it gets out of hand. Not that they're going to open fire on the American people. The military would never do that. But to take a military jet and fly it over at 500 feet at 600 miles an hour with a group of protesters, it's pretty doggone intimidating. And I was at the air show last week or two weeks ago where it was sun and fun in Lakeland. And, you know, we had the F-16s flying around, F-18s flying around. The F-16s were the Thunderbirds. The F-18s were the... You know, where the, uh, where the blue angels, now they're coming in at four and five hundred feet at six hundred miles an hour, throwing giant, you know, huge amounts of, it wasn't sonic booms, but the engines were so loud. You fly that over a crowd of people at two, three hundred feet, you're going to scare the crap out of everybody. See, why would they do that? Why would they even consider that? Well, as I say, it becomes more and more and more draconian. You got to understand that, you know, cell phones, cell towers, Wi Fi, remote phones, smart meters, smart grids, smart TVs, 4G, 5G, 6G, uh, you know, these are all worked together and tied together with police radios, Doppler radar, small cube satellites, uh, you know, all these deep black remote inductive psychotronics to help control the energy field around people to control moods. And this is all part of a covert system that they've set up to basically hijack the minds and the bodies of the American masses to bring in their new world order. You know, unless the United States can be taken and the guns can be taken. They can't allow, they can't come in and just take over the country. You know, the, the, the approximate secret budget for this covert intelligence system in America is about $3 trillion annually. Think about that on a U.S. congressional spending budget of about $4.4 trillion. And, and this is before they started pumping all of this massive stimulus in. And that's why the secret shadow government that runs the intelligence systems they use so many illegal things like RICO criminal systems to raise black funding from the international sale of uh, Afghan heroin, child sex trafficking, organ trafficking, illegal weapon sales, etc. 
You know, this group, this illegal shadow government's intel budget is probably around a trillion dollars a year. And there's all kinds of these different agencies that all work together in concert. And we need to understand that these guys are out there and, and they're working together. You think, well, this sounds crazy. It sounds, sounds completely incredulous. Well, I agree with you, it does. But then we have to see what's happening with all of the stuff that's happening, like with the January, January 6th rally. And then you just have to ask yourself a question. Who has the power to mandate this high level of control and the vast resources needed to deploy this technology? Well, we talked about it. We called it out from the very beginning. The only people that have the ability to shut the entire planet down through COVID and all the things they've done are the international bankers, the money changers. This is the group that runs the planet. They have been for, for, for hundreds of years. It's what they've done and what they continue to do. Jesus called them out in the New Testament. He actually put the whip to them, ran them out of the temple, had enough of it. But this is the same group that continues to control all of it through the international mafiosa groups that work through all the major intelligence organizations. Remember, the United States went to bed with Lucky Luciana back in the 40s during World War II to protect the harbors of New York. We've done entire shows on that before. And we have to understand these guys are incredibly evil. Most of these guys are going to be the hardcore Kabbalists, and they're involved with all kinds of weird stuff and sacrificial rituals. I mean, this is some sick stuff. So you have to say, well, are these people even human? I don't know. They claim to be a different DNA. They claim to be something else than human. They can say, they can claim to be that they're the progeny of the benign the Elohim. That's their words, not mine. Well, what does that even mean? Well, that means they think they're better than us. They think that they created us, and they want to control us. You think, well, this all sounds nutty. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. It all sounds nutty. Do your own research on it. I think it all sounds nuts. I think all these people are crazy who would do all this stuff. But, guys, this globalist New World Order system, the money changers, the actual controllers of the Western world politics, you know, they've decided to privatize all the corporations. They decided to privatize the United States. They decided to implement fascism by taking over all these big corporations of the United States. Basically, then they use those things, those groups to stack Congress along with their dual citizens, and they have massive corporate funds and payoffs. It's just super fascism. It's all it is. They're combining capitalism with fascism. Right now, you need to realize that this is happening all over the world. In fact, the EU now has said that if you have COVID vaccine passports and you've been fully vaccinated, they're going to allow American citizens now to travel back to Europe. That just came out on the news this morning. So they're telling you now, if you're a good little surf, we're going to allow you to travel and, and see Europe again. But if you're not, you can't travel anywhere. You have to stay at home. And then they use these crazy frequency weapons. They have the ability to degrade the overall health of the population. I mean, you have remote inductive psychotronic weapons, and they have mass mind control in different areas. They, they know this. They, they tested all this in the doggone military theater. They have the ability to do all of this stuff. And, guys, this is the group that runs the planet. And see, that's why I tell you guys, and Austin's told you guys, that's why we started off the show with this. Keep your politics local. Just stay at your local rallies. I'm telling you, the rot that is Washington, D.C. is systemic to all the agencies in D.C. It really is. Remember, the Department of Homeland Security was put together and basically authorized to basically put all of these intel agencies together after 9-11, probably to cover up the real facts of what happened with 9-11. But the reality is that we're never going to be told these real facts until we basically – Understand that the country's got to go back to Christ. It has to go back to Jesus. For he is the author and he is the finisher and he's the perfecter of our faith. Because we have to look at 
the only hope we have is in God Almighty. That's it. And we have to work at the ground level, like we've told you so many times, in your local school boards, in your local counties, in your local city elections, attend the meetings, get on, you know, jury selection, get on jury selection, make sure you're, you're, you're a juror and you have the opportunity to go to court and to hear cases and base the cases on what you believe the Constitution says and what the Constitution does say. And if, if there's not reasonable evidence to convict people, don't convict them. Just say no. Say, not guilty. I can do this. This guy's been set up. And just understand that if we do this at a grassroots level, remember what Obama did? He was the big community organizer, and everybody laughed at him because he was the community organizer. I remember Sarah Palin was joking about him being a community organizer. They had big skits on him about Saturday Night Live about being a community organizer. Guess what? He ended up being president of the United States. Now, was he was he lawfully elected? And the world knows after this last election. But the point was, he started that grassroots movement. He started that grassroots level, and that's what we have to do. We have to basically become community community organizers. We have to get our communities put together in such a way that we stop this stuff at a local level. I'm blessed enough to live in Polk County, where Sheriff Grady Judd resides. Good man of God, fine friend, goes to church with me. I mean, we've got a great governor, though I don't like his stance on immunizations or vaccines. I do like the fact that he's telling that we don't have to wear masks. We have a non-mask mandate. Yesterday, if you guys are part of ST Brewer Instagram, which I highly recommend that you go to, we were in Ybor City, and we went to a Greek restaurant to have some lunch with my daughter one of her friends right after church. I had a great church service yesterday. And we basically were walking down the street, and some guy walks out from a parking lot and said, would you like a COVID vaccination? I said, oh. So I had Sharon record my conversation with him. We posted it on ST Brower. So if you missed it, I'll have her post it again tomorrow. So sign up for ST Brower at Instagram because we give you all of this stuff updated throughout the week. And so I asked him, I so we, so we got, you'll hear the, you'll hear the conversation, but basically here's, it wasn't, it wasn't fair, to be honest with you. I, I probably shouldn't have done it. And I, I bet I wasn't being ugly to him. I was just being real factual with him. He didn't know what to do. He basically was either being hired on commission or being hired on whatever. I don't know. But I said, well, can I, re- I record this? And he goes, absolutely. And I said, and he goes, well, would you like the COVID shot? I said, no. I said, why would you ask me, basically, I'm paraphrasing, to get an experimental vaccine that has not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration, except for emergency use authorization? Oh, no, 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 it's been approved. I'm like, no, it hasn't. And so then we went on with that conversation for about probably 45 seconds to a minute. It's a very short video. And finally, I just looked at the camera and I said, I'm going to stop this now because he couldn't come back with any retort he had no ability to defend himself he'd been hired for the day to push vaccines and you know push the covid vaccine if you want to call it a vaccine or rna injection device and he basically didn't know what to say so here's the problem that we have we have all of these quote sheeple everywhere and i've talked to so many people now that have had their first vaccine and their second vaccine and we get all these reports of thousands of deaths out of europe and i don't know how accurate those numbers are and thousands of deaths here in the united states from the vaccine i don't know how accurate those numbers are i don't i don't know if those accurate if those, if those numbers are hyperbole or whatever but i knew though that i've got a good friend of mine who basically i've known since she was a little girl and she had a good friend of hers who got the vaccine, was dead two days later from a brain aneurysm stroke. Yeah, I, I, I know her personally. She died. The guy died within 24 hours. He died. And he's like 60, 60 years old, said he was in good health, but he just died. 
And we hear all these different stories about people dying immediately following the vaccine within 24 to 48 to 72 hours, but they only monitor it for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, that's it. I've got another friend of mine, Natalie. She's an emergency room nurse. And one of the first things she does is when they come in, they she asks, have you had a COVID shot? And she's not even really supposed to do that. That's not something that's normally asked from the people that are coming in for emergency treatment. Why? Because the powers that be, the money changers, the guys who control the Federal Reserve, the guys who control the United States Congress through lobbying, this unbelievable lobbying efforts that Donald Trump said he's going to change that he never changed. These are the guys that control everything. And they allow themselves through Jeffrey Epstein and people like Epstein who have compromised many of the people in D.C. to control the narrative because they have enough dirt on these people. They can come in after them and basically do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it, however they want to do it, because these people are scared to say anything for fear of being exposed as a pedophile or as an adulterer or as a drug user. Or has, or for misuse of campaign contributions. There's all these, you know, Wayne Allen Root was on the show a few years ago with us and he told us all this. And this is the problem that we have in the United States right now. We've got to build it from the ground back and we've got to have faith in Jesus, guys, for he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. Through him, all things are possible. The problem is they've destroyed our spiritual ability, our insight, you know, through the use of fluoride, other chemicals in the water supply. They don't allow us to become the person we need to be through concrete, rational thought. They don't allow us to accomplish, to accomplish a hierarchy of needs, including concrete, rational thought, like Maslow called it, simply because they keep us drugged down into a stupor with all kinds of weird stuff in the water. Yesterday, I had a guy from Ohio. We had lunch, and I sat down, and we were talking to him, and he was at a little side cafe restaurant. And there was nobody sitting there but him and his wife, and he'd had both his vaccines, and his wife had both his vaccines. And, and we were talking to him about the lockdowns in Ohio and the lockdowns in Michigan. And then he informed me that he had already had both of his vaccines, like I just mentioned. And I said to him, I said, oh, well, you're not concerned about the side effects? He goes, well, you know, my company's required that we have those. I'm like, whoa. And he works in the and he works in the petrochemical industry, the oil industry up there in Ohio. So you have to ask yourself a question: Who's yanking your chain? Who's telling you what to do? And guys, be very, very careful. And I'm going to say it again: Those big rallies that are coming all over the country right now are these just a precursor or a repeat performance of what happened in D.C.? Do you really need to be involved with these things? Do you really need to go there? I've got a friend of mine who's a pastor, and the guys who are putting these things together, they came to him. He's got a big church in St. Louis, and they wanted to use this facility. He goes, absolutely not. And he's a patriot, and he preaches the truth from the pulpit. I've, I've, in fact, I linked you up some of his Instagram stuff the other day. And he says, no, I don't want to be involved in that. I don't want to be involved with any of this. He was the same pastor who Donald Trump asked to speak at his church back in the you know, election for 2016, and he turned Donald Trump down. And I asked him, I said, why did you turn Trump down? He goes, well, he says, Ted, I don't want to be involved with all that. He goes, my calling is to Jesus Christ. He goes, I don't want to be involved with political and partisan politics in my church. He goes, quite frankly, he says, I've got a lot of black you know, people in my church. And he goes, they really hate Donald Trump and everything he stands for, and they don't want anything to do with him. And if I bring him in to speak, it's going to cost me a lot of people, and a lot of people are going to leave. I thought, wow, that's interesting. And see, that's the thing we have to look at is, is it really going to do any good to go ahead and kick against the goad with the federal government in D.C.? Is it really going to make any difference whatsoever to do all of that? Are you going to make a difference as an individual? 
Probably not. Like I told you, I've got a good friend of mine who basically now is being taken to court by the FTC because of the fact that he had posted some stuff about cures for COVID. And he basically is going to be, you know, in a big long-term lawsuit. So ask yourself the question, look what happened to Roger Stone. The only reason Roger Stone is out of prison or is not in prison is because Donald Trump pardoned him. That's it. Because Roger Stone got up in front of Congress and perjured himself. He said, well, he didn't really perjure himself. It doesn't make any difference, guys. You know, if they ask you questions, just say I can't talk to you without my attorney present. Just just don't get involved with all that because, guys, you know, use the Constitution for what it what's left of it to to protect yourself against, you know, unlawful charges and, and, you know, and being singled out and stay away from places that you don't need to be. I'm not saying don't get involved in politics. I'm not saying that. Don't put those words in my mouth. I'm saying do it locally. Do it. Do what we're doing tomorrow with the school board. Do all that stuff. Do it locally and make sure that when you do it, you're vocal and make sure you hear Make sure they hear you. Make sure you have a good sheriff in your county. Guys, I can't tell you how important that is to have a good sheriff. Know what your sheriff believes if he's running for reelection. Run for sheriff yourself if you have to, but make sure that you keep everybody on point with what these guys believe. Now, these Democratic cities and these Democratic counties and these Democratic states around the country, you're going to have pockets of people that are going to be Republicans and pockets of people that are going to be patriots. You're going to have that, but in the vast, vast majority of these cases, these people have already sold, been sold down the river. They've been told the lie, and they have believed the lie. That's why Grady Judd the other day, when he said when he basically did that rally with, uh, with with Governor DeSantis, he says, "Look, here's the deal: if you're coming from one of these states that vote the wrong people in and have the wrong type of politics, don't come down here and vote that kind of politics again and ruin our state, guys. That's the problem that we have right now. We've got so and this has been guys. This has been going on now. This has been going on since 1861. This has been going on for over 150 years. This whole." North-South debate between liberty and patriots and basically corporate control and governmental control, liberals versus the conservatives. This this is not something that just started, all right? This is not going to get fixed. The Bible says in Timothy, don't have have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments. You get into an argument with a liberal, I'm going to let you know, they're not going to listen to you. The other day, I had a friend of mine. I mean, he's a pilot. He's a friend of mine, and he he basically told me he's going to take the COVID jab. And I said, "Well, let me send you some literature." He goes, "It won't make any difference." I'm like, "Why not?" He goes, "I've already made my mind up." I said, "It doesn't matter what I do as far as what I send." He goes, "No, it doesn't make any difference." So I sent him about 20 articles on it. He saw. He told me he'd read them, and he read them, and then he went and got the COVID jab, both shots. You go, "Why?" Okay. I heard a pastor say this one time. And I'm going to say it to you guys, and it's really important. This is how I have to hear. Here's how I look at my life. He said, if you have 100 people in a room, 25% of the people, no matter what happens, are going to hate you. Okay, you can't change it. The next 25%, they're going to hate you too, but if you give them enough stuff and nice enough to them and you win them over, they'll, they'll love you, but they can be easily taught to hate you again. The next 25% are going to love you, but they can learn to hate you if you say one thing wrong and they come out against you. And he goes, the last 25% are going to love you no matter what you say. Okay, That's you guys with me. I love you guys. I pray for you every single day. I would rather work with you guys and help you guys and teach you guys and inform you guys and 
try to direct you guys and try to tell you how I feel and what I feel the Bible says and try to do the best I possibly can as an individual to maintain our country for as long as we possibly can using you guys, the 25 percenters. Why? Because there's too much work with the other people. If you got someone you meet and they absolutely hate you to start with, what are you going to do? I mean, how do you fix that? The other day I was visiting a friend of mine. He was the gentleman who basically had cancer and was on the chemotherapy drugs that cracked his spine. And he had a woman there with him, one of his, one of his friend's associates from like the other side of town. And I met her and it was like gum tree against thunder. I mean, I mean, it just boom. We, we just, we just clashed. It was bad. In fact, I just buckled. I just, I was quiet. Because I didn't want to be in a big confrontation with my friend who's like 90 years old with his weirdo friend. And so finally, the next time I saw him, I said, what's wrong with her? He goes, wow, we couldn't believe how she treated you. In fact, we no longer associate with her. I'm like, wow. I said, really? I said, yes. I said, we didn't know she was like that. See, sometimes there's just certain people. It's like that that magnet that I told I talked to you guys about a few weeks ago. When you put the north to the north side and the south to the south side, it repels and pushes itself apart. There's some people out there, guys, it doesn't make any difference. You're never going to win them over by arguing with them. Just let them go. Let them do what they're going to do, be who they're going to be, and just continue with their life the way they want to go. You can't fix everybody. Even Jesus said, if you enter into a city and they receive your message, you know, be kind to them, pray with them. I'm paraphrasing. He says, but if they don't receive you when you come into the city, he says, turn around, shake the dust off your feet, be better for be worse for them than it was for Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> Whoa! Now think about that. Think about that. Now, so that's why we've got to learn to step away. I mean, these people that are transgenders, they don't—they're not going to change for you. These people that promote transgenders, they're not going to change for me. When you groove a person's brain when they're young, and I, I use that as—I use that loosely as a metaphor. When you create a pattern in their brain, when you give them a link in a state of brainwave state that they think is true, whether it's false or not, like there's 50 different genders, and you tell them that when they're two years old, three years old, four year old, five year old, six year old, seven year old, or eight year old, they come out of the state of brainwave state, they didn't have a filter. They believed everything you told them, and that, that has been grooved as a metaphor into their brain. It's real hard to get that record needle out of the groove for those of you who used to have a you know, record player. And you gotta, it's just almost impossible. When you, when you have a record that gets grooved, you kind of have to throw the record away or not play that song or that cut anymore. You have to avoid it because you can't fix it. You see, that's the problem they have when they're taught wrong. And now, like also said at the beginning of the show, now they're in Virginia, they decide to take advanced mathematics out for 11th graders. Anything before 11th grade. Why? Because, you know, when I was a kid in 67, they had group A, B, C, D. In other words, the gifted kids were in group A, and then you had group B, group C, group D. And the problem is, is that they didn't want us to excel from an educational standpoint, even way back then. So then what they did in 1968, they said it was illegal to do that, and we had to all be mixed together. You could no longer even have a gifted program. Happened to me. And so all of a sudden, your entire education gets dumbed down. My sixth grade teacher Learn no mathematics. Seventh grade teacher, learn no mathematics. Tenth grade teacher, learn no mathematics. Three years, no math. It was awful. So then in college, I'm taking calculus trying to play catch-up. See, this is the problem that you run into in the educational system doesn't do what it's supposed to do. That's why homeschooling is so very important. And then when you get to college, be careful where you send your kids. A lot of kids go to Christian universities because their parents don't want them to do what they did at high school because they were like – 
I said, I say this. They had loose morals or they made really stupid mistakes when they were 18 in high school. So the parents said, well, I'm not sending you to a secular university. I'm going to send you to a Christian college. Well, they take their secular values to the Christian college. Happens all the time. Talked to my daughter this morning. You know, she's going to a Christian university and she said, Dad, I can't believe how these people are. She says, it's no worse than it would be, at, you know, at a major, major secular school. I said, I know because they were sent there. Like a lot of kids have, have happens in high school. You have a bad kid. Well, he's not a bad kid. He's just making bad decisions using drugs, alcohol or whatever. And they take him and take him out of the public school system and they put him into the Christian school system in high school and he drags all of that negative stuff with him. So be very careful who you associate. Be careful with who your children associate. And realize it's always about Jesus. It's who it is. Without him, there is no hope. I was listening to another girl yesterday. She was giving all, this, all these statistics. She said, the only thing we can do is knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. No, it's not. She never mentioned Jesus once. And listen to me. If you're listening to shows and they're not talking about the great I am, they're not talking about Jesus, and they're not talking about the power of the gospel, about the power of repentance, you're listening to the wrong show because they can't give you any hope whatsoever. They can't. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we have to maintain hope in glory, hope in Jesus, hope in the great I am, because these entities that have ruled this planet, these off-world, unbelievable satanic entities the Bible talks about that basically that we fight against, they've been here for a really long time. And guess what, guys? They ain't going anywhere. So the only hope we have is in Jesus, the author, the finisher, and the perfecter of our faith. Austin, what do you think, bud? Well, that was extremely well said, and you're, you're 100% accurate about that. And this is why I've continued to encourage people. One of the most effective things that we can do right now is keep raising little Christian Americans. The children that are coming up right now are going to be the last chance of maintaining any type of constitutional republic in this country. We already know their blueprint that they're putting forward right now. They're, they're telling us blatantly what they're planning on doing, and they're expecting everybody to consent and comply. Look at what they've been doing now as far as with the, the COVID lie. Not that the virus doesn't exist, but that the entire concept of what they've told us with lockdowns and restrictions are all designed to work, but yet those are never applied to any of their companies that they own. Clearly, it's being manipulated. And what we're seeing now, they're telling us by 2030, they're telling us where they want to go with this. They want to go in and start reducing meat consumption. They want to reduce electricity consumption. They want everybody to be compliant and all locked in and restricted to what they tell us. Is exactly what this COVID concept is getting everybody conditioned for. You stay at home when we tell you. You turn your AC down when we tell you. You can only leave your house when we tell you. You can only go shopping at the store when we tell you. And you can only eat so much meat when we allow you. Oh, and by the way, if you want to travel anywhere, you're going to have to get a shot. I saw that same article this morning. I was deeply disturbed. It's official now in Europe. That if United States Americans want to go travel to Europe, you will be forced to show a COVID passport. That's, that is now being put into place. They have now said that. And, I mean, that's disturbing. I've been to Europe numerous times. I have family over in Germany. I love Europe. Amazing, beautiful country over there. So, so much history over there. It's an incredible place to go visit. And, you know, it's rough because 
I've never been able to take Lana over there. I've been so busy. I've been working. I've been doing all this stuff over the last, you know, eight years of us being married. I've told her, you know, hey, we're going to go to Europe. And we were planning on doing it in the next couple of years, you know, a little ways back. And now that, that, I'm, we may never go there. And that's sad to see what they're trying to do. Now, does that mean we're not going to basically get around a lot of these restrictions and they're not going to be basically challenged? I don't know. I hope so. I know down here in Florida, we've challenged them from day one. From the very beginning, we have not complied with a lot of this stuff. We've challenged every single thing they've even brought up and said because that's what Americans do. They ask questions and they challenge the narrative. Always remember that. When people come up to you and they say, you have to do this, or you have to do that, the answer is, well, why? Why? Well, you have to wear a mask. Why? Well, it's, it's mandated. Okay, and? <laughs> China made one-child policy years ago. If you had more than one child, they killed it. They killed your baby if you had one more, more than one child. That, that was mandated. You're telling me that was okay? Just, just because somebody mandates something doesn't make it right. That concept has eluded a lot of people the last year, almost comically. It would be funny if it wasn't so horrific. But it has. Just because somebody tells you you have to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. This is something that people really need to grasp this concept and get it through their head. The same thing like that said. Some of these people, oh, my job told me that I had to get the shot. From what I've been told legally, there is no pretext that a business can require you to get this shot. Now, they may be able to try to do it and threaten you and possibly reprimand you and blacklist you. That may be possible. But from a legal standpoint, from what I have been told from attorneys, they cannot legally force you to get a shot in order to maintain your employment because, A, the primary reason is because this is not an approved, uh, basically, shot. It has got emergency authorization use. It has not been approved by the FDA at all. They've been very clear about that. And for some reason, so many people have just not even understood that. They go, oh, it's approved. Like that's it. That's talking to the guy yesterday. Oh, it's been approved. No, it hasn't. Emergency use and FDA approval are two completely different things. And I told somebody that the other day because they were, they were kind of doing the same thing. They're like, no, 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 it's, it's been approved. I said, if it's been approved, why wasn't it approved? Well, what do you mean? It was approved. I said, no, it wasn't. If it was approved, why was it not approved? If emergency use authorization is the same as FDA approval, why didn't they just come out and say it's got FDA approval? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. There's a million-dollar question. If it's the same thing and it means it's been approved, why would you go through the formality of calling an emergency use and not just approving it? Well, because FDA does not at all want to deal with the backlash that's going to start occurring over this. We've seen, and like you said, I know almost everybody I know has had direct people now that they know have gotten extremely ill or died right from the shot. You don't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's happening with these injections. It doesn't take somebody basically that it's advanced scientists to realize there's something being done behind the scenes with this gene editing therapy. And now, of course, I saw an article in the UK. They're talking about, hey, well, now because of these variants, these variants are coming up now, uh, we're going to need to do a booster shot now. In the fall, in the autumn, that's what they said. In the UK, in the autumn time, they're going to have to do a booster shot. And I went, 
this is never going to end. This is never going to end as long as people keep complying with this. And you know for a fact, as soon as they get the booster shot, oh, well, got more variants in now. Isn't it funny, ironically funny, that these variants, these variants that allegedly now are so bad, these strains of variants that are so bad that are running around now, that the shot doesn't work apparently? Isn't it funny that these variants didn't pop up until right when the COVID shot started getting administered? Anybody else find that slightly ironic? We didn't hear the term variant at all until December, right when the shot started getting administered. Then all of a sudden, oh, we got variants. We got variants now. Hmm. Ironic timing, to say the least. So, again, I encourage everybody, keep the truth out there. Continue to spread the truth on what's really going on. It is so crucial we continue to do that right now. Also, too, a bit of humor you know the I, I don't I don't watch the Oscars. I've never supported the Oscars. I'm not even gonna. I don't even know what happened last night at the Oscars. But one thing I do know is the hypocrisy with these clowns knows no bounds. So now they basically be getting flack from the Oscars yesterday because apparently they went in and they relocated a whole bunch of the homeless population in Los Angeles because they didn't want them to basically lower the perceived visual value of Los Angeles by having homeless people everywhere. So they quietly moved them to other homeless areas. And then, and then to show you the level of hypocrisy, majority of these Hollywood clowns that should have no business even talking about politics, they need to go be jesters like Patrick, I think one of the Patrick Swayze or uh, um, one of the actors said, they said, Dude, we're, we're clown jesters. That's what we are. We're here to amuse people. We have no business being in politics. They need to keep that concept. They've continued to come out now. Majority of these clowns in Hollywood have said, oh, the walls are bad. The border wall's bad. We can't have any of this. We have to be open, open, open. Well, of course, to make sure all of the Hollywood elite were safe yesterday, they erected a 10-foot fence perimeter around the entire facility. Entire, I'm just huge. I was looking at photos of it. I'm defensing security everywhere, armed security everywhere. So they could go in and have their little Oscar party with nobody wearing masks, all together everywhere, all congregating with one another, while the rest of California, including restaurants, are at 25% capacity still. While in Burbank, California, they have literally boarded up and fenced off Ten Horn Flats Restaurant because they have failed to comply with restricting people from coming into their business. Think about that for a second. Is it really about the safety or is it about the compliance and control that they're continuing to promote and force everybody to accept? I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to accept it. Dad's not going to accept it. I'm not going to sit back and call it a garden, basically a pretty garden if it's a garden of weeds. We're looking at a garden of weeds right now in this country. You have to get down to the roots and pull this stuff up. And the roots meaning at the local level and continue to wake up and open this country. One city, one county, one town, one state and demand that we be respected and our rights be respected. We're not, we don't want our rights back. I don't, I never lost my rights to begin with. In order for you to take away my rights, that means they were yours to begin with. We haven't lost any rights. I'm not, I'm not asking for permission. I'm telling you, we want them respected and protected. Remember, the only purpose of the government, why it was formed, 
basically in 1776 and 1781, was to respect and protect the rights of the sovereign citizens. That was it. That was the only reason it was there. It was not there to dictate and to basically control and molest and coerce. It was there to protect and preserve what they had now accomplished. Always remember that. So I encourage everybody, thank you for supporting local businesses. Thank you for staying away the best you can from Sam's and Walmart and Costco. I know it's difficult sometimes to basically not go to those places, especially if you have contracts with businesses. I get that. But Amazon's one you can absolutely drop. I've encouraged numerous people. And I actually got a lot of friends out there saying, hey, Austin, guess what? I haven't bought anything from Amazon in like two or three months. I said, dude, congratulations. I'm proud of you. I said, one step at a time. If everybody started doing this on a grassroots level, it would have a huge impact on the way our country is operated and how it works right now. And so that's what everybody understands. People go, well, it's just little old me. What can I do? Well, you could make a difference in your local area. That's what I continue to encourage everybody. Support your local businesses. Support your online businesses that are awake. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Had a lot of emails over the weekend. I've encouraged a lot of people. I say, listen, this is going to continue to escalate as far as what we're seeing with the economy right now. It's very important that you basically hedge yourself and you get loaded up with whatever you need, whether you want some backup colloidal silver, whether it's vitamin C, whether it's D3, whether it's food buckets. Everything's going to start increasing. You can see it all across the board. That's why housing builders right now, they can barely get appliances at all. Appliances are 8, 10, 12 weeks out. I told you guys last week I talked to one of the big truck builders that I know. King shocks, coilovers, all this stuff, three to six months backlog, completely out. The next thing we're going to start seeing is massive increases in food prices as soon as fuel starts to go up again. And that's why I encourage everybody, have some backup food. We have the organic food buckets and the meat buckets. We have two bucket specials, four bucket specials. If you don't want to buy food buckets, at least go to the store and get organic beans and rice and store some stuff because I'm telling you, food has always been used as a weapon always been used as a tool to control a populace. And I'm telling you right now, that is going to be the next phase is food shortages. Once they can get that under control, then they will have much, much more compliance. Think about how compliant people have been right now, simply being told to stay home because we essentially have a mutated flu. Stay told to keep their business closed because basically of a mutated flu. Think about how easy people are going to be able to control now once they start having food shortages and they can't feed their family. You want to talk about compliance? Oh, my gosh. You'll see people turning in their guns for a bowl of rice. It's happened in every single country that basically has used food as a weapon. So I encourage you, stay prepared, stay prepped, and continue to keep up the fight, Dad. That's the reason also that you know Bill Gates is the largest landholder now as far as farmland in the United States. He's a globalist, and it's all about population reduction. He stated that over and over and over in his, in, his, in, his, in his talks. He's talked about it with his TED Talks. It's not like we're making this up with this guy. And we talked about this in depth a week ago, Monday, about who owns the world. We talked about Vanguard, and we talked about BlackRock and how they tied together everything through the international banking cartels. Listen to that show. You know, I mean, I don't know much longer that we're going to be able to be allowed to be on the air. Honestly, I really don't. You say, well, gosh, Ted, that's awful. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't know. I don't know when they're going to come in and start shutting down the Internet for everybody and we'll not even be able to do searches anymore or even look up information anymore. We all know they got a giant kill switch. They just shut it down whenever they want. They've tested that repeatedly. 
We see that with all these big blackouts. You know, Verizon's blacked out. You know, you know, T-Mobile's blacked out. All these things get blacked out all the time. All these internet things go down. Well, yeah, well, there's giant kill switches. They're testing them. It's called beta tests. And we got to remember, all of this stuff started with Tesla. We got to remember that. And he said he was in connection with these interdimensional things, whatever they were. You have no idea. He's kind of a weirdo anyhow, to be honest with you. He was really way out there. But, you know, we use and understand that we have all kinds of research that goes all the way back to Tesla. And we know that Japan deployed and targeted EMF against U.S. aircraft in World War II. We know that Nazi used guided bombs in World War II. We know that EMF deployed against the U.S. embassy in Moscow. We know that. We know that we had the Soviet woodpecker system. You guys know about that. Then you have the Soviet LIDA machine. We have all of these things that have been used by the Soviets. We have the voice of God deployed in the first Gulf War. You know, it's basically the Pentagon deployed the voice of God in the first Gulf War, which is a voice to skull technology. It's a remote induction device used in the first Gulf War against the Iraqi Republican Guard. We know that we had EMF poppers deployed in the second Gulf War, which would help to help tranquilize the masses, pacify the masses. I've talked about this multiple times on the show. We know that we had the recent, the recent EMF attack on diplomats in Cuba. We know we have the giant harp array in Alaska, which helps to maintain and run the geoengineering research, quote unquote, that happens all over the world and all over the United States. We know that the United States government's secret space fence system and the electrified and ionized atmosphere from all the deployment of all the aluminum and barium in the atmosphere. I've done entire shows on this, guys, on the space fence with Elena Freeland and her book. And we have the deployment of cell phone and Wi-Fi systems worldwide that are all being monitored and completely and totally controlled. And every single conversation that you have, every single cell phone conversation that you have, every single text that you have, every single hard line phone call you make, it's recorded. I mean, this is the giant, massive, massive infringement on our, on our, on our liberties. But it's what they do. We need to understand that. All around the world, they're coming together with this giant, you know, overreach of the governments in order to control the people, to bring in their new world order and their one world governments. And again, the only group of people that have the ability to do all of this stuff are the international bankers. Why? Because they control the money supply. They fund it all, guys. They're the ones that are used to control the black operation CIA money coming out of Afghanistan to launder it. They're the ones that I warned you and told you about over a year ago, a year and a half ago now. They were the only ones who could control the entire narrative with COVID because they're the same ones through BlackRock and Vanguard who own all the media. It's just, what, it's just the way it is. Work on your local levels. Make sure you've got a good sheriff. I love you guys. I had the opportunity and the privilege to pray for you again today. Always remember, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I appreciate you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And continue to keep your health as your responsibility. That concept I've continued to push, and I mean that sincerely. This whole culture we're seeing now with this younger generation, even a lot of adults, has been very troubling to me. Very troubling. Because one of the biggest things, I've told you guys this before, is it's so obnoxious to hear people defer the responsibility onto somebody else. It's not my responsible 
my responsibility to stay healthy. It's my doctor's. It's not my responsibility to keep my kids healthy. That's the pediatrician. It's not my fault that I'm overweight. It's not my fault that I basically can't do this or can't do that. And nobody wants to take responsibility for anything anymore. And that's a bad, bad place, a bad look for a country. Because once you reach that level to where you don't think you're responsible for anything, there's no real accountability because you just think everything happens. Somebody sent me a clip yesterday from Judge Judy, if you guys have seen her, and it was a bit disturbing. And at first I thought it was like a parody. It was a joke, and it wasn't. It was very, very legitimate case, I guess, that came about. And the female was suing a 16-year-old male because he stole her car. He carjacked her, pushed her out threw her on the ground, stole her car, got in a high-speed pursuit with the cops, wrecked the car, and now basically insurance, I guess she didn't have gap, and insurance wasn't covering the entire amount of the car. So she's basically suing the 16-year-old to basically fix her car. She's not even wanting bodily damages or anything. She just wants her car, you know, enough money to fix her car. And Judge Judy goes, she asked the 16-year-old kid, she goes, why are you basically fighting this? You know, why, who's supposed to fix her car? And he goes, well, I don't know. She goes, well, it's your responsibility to fix it. He's like, I don't think so. He goes, if the cops wouldn't have been chasing me, I wouldn't have wrecked it. And she looks at him, she goes, if you wouldn't have stole the car, you wouldn't have wrecked it. He goes, well, it was cold. And I, you know, I wanted to get the car, you know, I, I, I shouldn't be responsible for fixing the car. And he was dead serious. I mean, dead serious. And I was sitting there just shaking my head, and I'm going, wow, is this is this really what we can be proud of, America? This is really what we're raising now? You kidding me? It's not my responsibility to fix her car. It's the cop's fault because they were chasing me because I stole her car and carjacked her. Wow. And that sadly, that sadly is a concept that has spread like a cancerous tumor through a lot of the younger generation now. It's not their responsibility to take care of any of this. It's not my fault. It's your fault. You need to fix this. And again, this is another side effect of not raising little Americans, of telling kids that they can have instant gratification. And the phones have been a very tremendous tool of this. When you see these kids now that are hooked on these dopamine trigger iPads and phones, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten years old, literally won't get off the phone, stare at the phone all day long, sit at the dinner table, staring at the phone, go out to dinner, go out to eat, go out with friends, sitting on the phone, get in the car, need an iPad to watch movies. They have to be constantly, constantly, constantly hitting dopamine all the time and if they don't or if they don't get their ipad they have a conniption fit meltdown i've seen it you've seen it we've all seen it that is building and training them to do exactly what i just mentioned it's not my fault i i I can't be responsible for my actions my ipad died I, i wasn't i wasn't being entertained so i had to go steal a car because i needed to be entertained it's not my fault That is not something we continue to let go, my friends. The United States has to make sure it maintains its morals, its ethics, and its biblical values that it was based on. You know, there's a quote from Thomas Sawwell that I saw the other day. It said, ours may become the first civilization destroyed, 
not by the power of our enemies, but by the ignorance of our teachers and the dangerous nonsense they are teaching our children. In an age of artificial intelligence, they are creating artificial stupidity. I thought that was well said. It's exactly what they've done now in the school system for decades. So again, I encourage you, continue to raise your children right. Thank you again for the support. As I said earlier, if you guys need anything, check out the website, healthmasters.com. The Ultra Omega Fish Oil, Ultra High DHA Fish Oil, on sale for product of the week, 10% off right now. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win this week as well. It looks like the Ultimate Multiple Powder is pulling pretty strong, like always. So, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. Continue to support your local businesses. Get involved at a local level. Make a difference. Get people rallying together at local stuff and continue to change this from the bottom up. I thank you again for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Continue to stand up for the truth, continue to stand up for your convictions. I can't reiterate that anymore. I appreciate everything you guys do. I know you guys have our back. We have your back. We're all fighting this together. We're all continuing to have the same goal. So I thank you for that support. Have a wonderful night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.